Welcome back, everybody, to the Daily Catholic Traveler podcast, where we are going through the station churches of Lent every day for you as a virtual pilgrimage. I'm Joni. I'm Mountain. I'm really excited about today's church. Good. It's a lovely church. We talked about this yesterday that I've only been a few times, shockingly, because it's a very... I probably have been as many times as you have. You've probably been more than me. Maybe. I really, I think I've been three times, maybe. Oh, then I've been more than you. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I know, it's weird. You need it's, to go. It's a beautiful church, very popular, very famous. All the guidebooks mm-hmm. talk about this church. All the art mm-hmm. tours go to this church. All the secular tours include this church. Today, we are talking about San Clemente, which San is Clemente. just a few blocks from the Colosseum, kind of between the Colosseum and St. John Lateran. There's a street that connects those. Um, so it's definitely where people go. Like people are always at the Colosseum. So a lot of people visit this church, but they don't go because it's the church. They go because of the history. So yes. why don't you take us into the history, Joni? <laughs> so we, you know, there's a couple different thoughts about who this, this house church would have belonged to. And for a long time, the property actually belonged to the emperor. And so how did it become Christian. But one person, or not one person, but one thought is that um, that Vespasian's nephew-in-law, Vespasian was a great emperor, not a great emperor, he was a terrible emperor, but he was a big <laughs> emperor, um, an important emperor. His nephew-in-law converted to Christianity, and perhaps he gave the, um, the property to his freeman, um, Clement, who then becomes Pope. He's the third pope after St. Peter. So we don't know, but it, it's it's possible. And so it's possible this belonged to Pope Clement. We believe that's probably the case. Um, but what is really neat about this church is the excavations that have gone on underneath the church. So there's different levels to the church on the very, very bottom level. Because if one thing to know about Rome is that Rome is a city of layers. So the Rome you see today, you're not on the same level as you were in Imperial Rome for the most part. Because Rome has been destroyed by the, you know, it's been sacked and earthquakes. And so Rome really, the story of Rome really is a story of layers. And so the, the, if you go under the church, there's two different levels under the church. And the lowest level would have been the time at the time of St. Clement, St. Peter. And so you, in those excavations, you can find this house church. And right next to the house church, you find a Mithraic temple. And so I mentioned yesterday on the podcast that I use this church when I teach the liturgy, because I think it's a reminder to us of the continuous nature that our, our mass, we really are participating in something that was participated at the very beginning, and it's the same mass. And it's really neat because where this house church is, you can still hear water from the aqueducts, and you can picture St. Peter baptizing from this water in this little house church, St. Clement, the third pope, baptizing. Um, and right next door is a Mithraic temple, which was a mysterious cult. Um, it was it was kind of loved by Roman soldiers. And so there's this quasi-liturgy. There's this, this you know, not true liturgy happening as well, because man desires to worship. Man has an innate desire to worship God. And so whether that's in the false liturgy of Mithras or in this beautiful house church liturgy, that same liturgy then that was happening in the house church is still happening above in the church today. So in between that is also an ancient church that was built over the house church, the original San Clemente. And then we have the modern church, which is a a medieval, dates to medieval times, 
above that. So the apse mosaic is gorgeous. That's why a lot of people go to visit it. And it too depicts kind of that reminder of the liturgy that the, what we receive from the liturgy comes forth from the cross. And so the apse mosaic is the cross and all these vines, because, you know, the whole idea of the church being the vine and the branches from Christ. And so what we receive from the liturgy pours out into the daily life of the Christian, which is what you see depicted amongst the vines or people doing their ordinary everyday um, activities. So I really, I just love the church. I love the history. I love the fact that you can walk these ancient Roman streets underneath the church and think about the early church celebrating mass and think about, you know, Pope Clement. It's another one of the churches that the saints would have gone on pilgrimage to because we know that St. Cyril and Methodius went on pilgrimage here. And it's just so rich with history, but a reminder of our roots of Christianity. Wow. Very good, Joni. I'm done now. Well, that's it for today. <laughs> I love this church. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it um, is a really lovely church yeah. and it has a nice courtyard outside. Um, as you mentioned, the mosaic is amazing and visiting the layers is interesting too. I don't know if they've reopened that yet, but um, mm. yeah, it's it's yeah. like a, it's part of the museum. You pay to go in, you go down, you can go down on your own. You don't need a guide or anything. You can just kind of wander around um, that f first century house, see the temple, go up the stairs. So it is it is a way to see all of Rome's layers. Um, yeah. Well, so the St. Cyril's buried there, as I mentioned, right. St. Cyril went on pilgrimage yeah. there, but also St. Ignatius of Antioch. So that's kind of exciting. He's an early martyr that was killed in the Colosseum, contrary to the fact that some of the guides will say nobody was killed in the Colosseum. St. Ignatius of Antioch was killed by the lions in the Colosseum and then eventually buried here in San Clemente. Yeah. Um, it also, in the 12th century church, there's some mosaics that are are preserved from that 12th century church, um, some scenes um, from the life of Clement. And the oldest um, written Italian is there. And I, I think it says something not so nice, but it's written in that fresco. Oh, that's right. The fresco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact. Yeah. And so Clement, he was martyred by being thrown into the sea, right? With an anchor tied around yes. his neck or something. Yes. So they have that depicted in here. Um, yeah, and I think, I think I read that you used to be able to visit that spot or like way back in his day, the tide oh. would recede enough so that people could see the actual spot of his martyrdom. Um, and so they built a tiny chapel there as well. Uh, so that's, that's kind of interesting. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. So yeah, definitely worth a visit. The Irish Dominicans, um, run the church. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think they have an English mass here. Which oh, makes that would sense. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but I believe that, you know, during when they did the excavations, they weren't even aware of what all was underneath. Like they, they thought they knew. Um, they may have even thought that the modern church, which again is, you know, like 12th century, um, they might have thought that that modern church was the 6th century. And I could have gotten that wrong. But um, then when they did the excavations, they realized that what was underneath. And again, very well preserved um, house church, Temple of Mithras. So, yeah. Well, anyway, well worth the visit. Yeah. And I liked your little theology there. That was good, Joan. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I always get complimented on my theological musings by you. 
All right. So tomorrow, another church that no one has visited. Well, I have. You have. <laughs> Most likely people listening have not visited. Most likely, no. I have yes. only visited the outside. Hmm. I went on the station day in 2019, and I didn't go for like the 7 a.m. mass for the, the Americans, and I didn't go for the 5 o'clock mass. I went kind of mid-morning. It was closed. Oh. But it was... The doors were open, but the gate was closed, so I could see in the church. Okay. I just couldn't go in. Well, then you need to go tomorrow. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess I'll do that. Okay. Well, okay. I'll tell you about that church tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, right. Mountain. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Thanks, listeners. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.